So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcasts. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Sam from Short Fictions. I asked him some questions today about their upcoming album, Every Moment of Every Day. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? It's been good. People are hype on it. There's a few people at publications who have already heard it and are talking about how good it is, which is excellent. <laughs> I we love are, to hear we that. We are one of those people that have was, heard it. Let's good. go. Album's good, yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Thank you so much. Of course. Of course. So is there any meaning behind the album title or cover art? Uh, so album title is a lyric from one of the songs, mm-hmm. which is the first time I've done that, interestingly. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's from Don't Start a Band. Uh, I think with the lyric, it's like, uh, everything just fills me with envy. Always feel like my world is ending every moment of every day. Hmm. And it kind of, you know, it's about when you have a feeling of impending doom all the time. <laughs> yeah. And then the cover, uh, I have a friend. We have a friend, Sean O'Connor, and he's an incredible artist. It's insane. And he does, like, these kind of, like, fantastic works that look like Pittsburgh if you dreamt it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I need you to do the cover for this album. And here I sent, like, a picture from, like, my neighborhood to be like, this is kind of what I'm going for. And he was like, like this? And sent the full album art done in one day. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. He's he's insane. That's nuts. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for this album? Uh, that's a good question. Wow, it's been so long now. I'm trying to remember all that way back. A handful. Well, let's see. Yeah. All right, let me think about this for a second. Um, you know, I don't know. I wrote a lot of these songs during the like pandemic, mm-hmm. so it's kind of a blur. <laughs> yeah, fair that's enough. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, so that's fair. That was a weird time. Yeah. Um, you know, there's one song on it that was written in the Fates Worse Than Death era, and we just never recorded it. So that's a that's a transfer over. Mm-hmm. And yeah, other than that, there's really no rhyme or reason to my writing process. It's just you sit down, and whatever comes out comes out. And um, I think the last record was a lot more chaotic. I think I was feeling more chaotic. And this record's a little more structured mm-hmm. because I don't know. I was like, let's do a let's do a pop shift. We just come off tour with uh, Origami Angel, and I was listening to them a whole lot. So I was like, I, I you know, I was in a, in a more pop oriented mood. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love Gami sure. so much. Straight up, so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I want you to tell us your favorite lyric off this album and the meaning behind it. Hmm. So I really like the one that I just mentioned mm-hmm. every, every moment of every day. Cause that's the, kind of the central theme. There's a song on it. that's like not really my favorite song. Um, let's see. It's one of the, th- it's like the third track and it's kind of like harping on the idea of like, uh, devoting your life to a capitalist society. <laughs> and it's like, all I do is give my time to corporations and I know I'm going to die alone. Uh, what I want is to give more power to the people, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that one I like thematically. It's not my favorite song, but I think the lyrical content I like the best. That's a good yeah. lyric, yeah. That's a very good lyric. Um, so how'd the track list for the album come about? Did you write the opening be the opener, closer be the closer, just shuffle around, see what fits? What was that process like? 
Yeah, it's hard to say. I don't think it. I definitely didn't write them like in order or like with any intent. I think the opening song. I like to have like a strong opener. Mm -hmm. Last album's opener is like so fucking long, (laughs) and this one (laughs) kind of similar feeling. Uh, my favorite band. This is a kind of a. This is a a a reveal, an Easter egg reveal. But uh, one of my favorite bands ever is the Brave Little Abacus. Mm. and their first album starts with a real slow opener and then their next album opens with like kind of a more upbeat opener Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so i was like wait what if i did that for our last album and our next album Mm -hmm. and that'll be like an homage to my favorite band oh hell yeah (laughs) and then the closer um is you know i like to have a strong closer too Mm -hmm. um and then Another Easter egg reveal is oh. the, the end, the outro riff on the last song is the same as the intro riff on the first song. So. Oh, shit. Oh, That's I, love, sick. I love when bands do that. Yeah. That's so yeah, cool. yeah. And then everything else is just to the middle. So, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> That's fair. That's solid. <laughs> so, would you be able to tell us where your headspace is at while you're creating this record? I know you mentioned you wrote the majority of it in the pandemic. If you could just go a bit more in depth than that, that would be awesome. Yeah. So let's see. It was kind of like I write like the basis of the songs and then I kind of like hash them out more thoroughly. So I think I had like most of the album written going into the pandemic. And then like Mm. when we hit the time to record, it was like when the songs really like I wrote all the lyrics and stuff like that. Yeah. And so we actually recorded the album like twice and then we scrapped it and then started again. What? (laughs) Yeah. Wait, so why did you scrap it? Did it just not hit? Uh, yeah, it was like we recorded it at home, which was kind of like what we were used to doing. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, let's wait until the pandemic's over and then we'll release it because I don't want to like try to promote it when we can't tour or anything. Mm -hmm. And then after a while, I was like, well, you know, this pandemic's not going to end anytime soon. So let's what if we scrape some money together and go re-record it in a studio Mm -hmm. and then that way I'll feel a little more satisfied with it. So that's what we ended up doing. Fair enough. Okay. Okay, Yeah, that's valid. Uh, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time? Should they do it in the car with friends and dark with headphones on? Is it a workout album, party <laughs> album? What do you personally recommend? Uh, I love to listen to music like in my car with the windows down on a hot summer's day. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So I recommend that. And the other thing that I recommend is if you can get go on Bandcamp and like download it. Yeah. Uh, because the engineer that we worked with uh adam and i don't know how to say his last name so if you're hearing this adam i'm sorry it's like chicochi or something (laughs) he produced something or other yeah i I know exactly what you're talking about yeah yeah Yeah. he produced a few songs for like the world is a beautiful place and a lot of Mm -hmm. other awesome bands so the dynamics on this album go crazy and then spotify kind of like robs it of that so i recommend listening in your car on Bandcamp or download the files. Okay. All right. Perfect. Love that. Uh, so this one should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. <laughs> Straight banger, baby. Fuck yeah. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. All right. uh, so in that same train of thought, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want your listeners to have while going through the album? I want people to be stoked because there's a lot of like jammers on it Mm -hmm. i want them to have fun with it but there's also like 
some introspective ass songs. There's like, like I said, there's, there's like two, like what I would consider like proletariat anthems. So I want you to uh, be happy, but also um, charged. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Respect sure. that. Uh, so what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this record? Hmm. Let's see. Uh, well, so when we went to the studio, it was in Highland Park, New Jersey. It's called Mount Moon. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and Ryan, the drummer, went there during the pandemic. So we weren't technically like even like legally allowed to be there, but it was like <laughs> pretty chill. Don't tell <laughs> so, anyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they like let us sleep in the studio. Uh, Justin Kaleke or Kaleke. Again, I'm not sure how to say <laughs> last name. <laughs> so apologies. But um, he recorded it, engineered it, and he's awesome. So he let us sleep in the studio. So. It was like four days where we were just uh, posted up in a studio and like recording all day and playing like GTA all night and getting snacks oh. from GoPuff. So that was really fun. <laughs> That's sick. Like that. That's a good memory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so picture this. You're on tour. You're at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? Ooh. I used to always get hot dogs <laughs> Whoa, from God. the gas we're, station. We're going to we're gonna have to talk about this. <laughs> what the fuck? And then now that I'm. The more we tour, I treat myself a little bit better now. <laughs> so it's hard to like try to stay not even like healthy on the road, but just like yeah. healthy enough that you're not like constipated and want to die. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me think like I usually get uh kind bars because they're really high in fiber or like yeah. those like uh it's like larry and kenny's cookies they're also really high in fiber mm-hmm. <laughs> i try to eat a lot of fiber on the road and also just in my regular life because yeah yeah fair enough tour tour makes your body feel not good yeah, yeah. i like to unpack <laughs> the hot dog thing for a second what made <laughs> yeah. you like jump into that and why why do you still do that oh what i i love hot dogs and i have a credit card where it's like you get four percent cash back every time you buy something from a gas station mm-hmm. so i would spend like 50 bucks filling up the tank yeah and then i would use the cash back money to get hot dogs from the speedway they were two for three dollars so every time well, I, fill up the tank, I get free hot dogs essentially <laughs> yeah okay i i respect that I, yeah. I i respect that you know i had a, a gas station hot dog myself a, a month ago god i don't know how long it was ago but it was this year and um didn't have a good time because it was a hamburger (laughs) hot dog have you heard of those i've had those they're yeah not ideal (laughs) not good not good so i might need to just try again because if if you're having them i might have to try it again speedway has the better hot dog 7-eleven's a little hit and miss yeah (laughs) definitely yeah uh, so, on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, uh, a gumbo, maybe? Ooh. Because, <laughs> you know, we've all, we all bring a unique flavor to the table. Mm-hmm. Put it all together, and you got a delicious gumbo. <laughs> okay. Perfect. I, I respect that. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Ooh. Probably Mapo Tofu. That's like one of my faves. Ooh. And then drink. Um, 
I feel like, oh, like, hmm. I would probably want it to be something alcoholic because, you know, lo- yeah. loosen my nerves of, of death. Fair. Yeah. Let's say, let's say um, a frosty tall boy of Iron City Light. Okay. Perfect. Right. <laughs> so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Hmm. <laughs> Damn. Let's see. Fictional world. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would live in like the United States, but minus like capitalism. <laughs> That's a fictional world. Yeah, yeah. definitely a fictional okay. world. Because I like, you know, I like Pittsburgh. I like living here. But yeah, uh, life can be hard sometimes through no fault of our own. Mm-hmm. All right. I respect that. Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person that we've spoken to have said that it is the most important question. What's your favorite color? Ooh, see, that is a tricky one, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really fond of pink, like a pastel pink. Yeah, that's a good color. Yeah. And I also like black a lot. Black, you know, just works with everything. Mm-hmm. But some people would say that it's technically not a color. Glory says yes. that uh, I don't. I am yeah. said person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll go. I'll say pink. Okay. That's good. Nice pastel good. pink. Uh, yeah. So as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Uh, the new album by Short Fictions. That's all I have to plug. Comes out June twenty fourth on Lauren Records. Keep your eyes and ears open. Hell yeah. Awesome. All right. Uh, Well, thank you for now. This has been Sam from Short Fictions, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.